This is Stability, financial talk with Gene Casagrande and Brian Powell from Stability Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gene and Brian provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Stability Financial Talk with Gene Casagrande and Brian Powell. Hello and welcome back to Stability Financial Talk with Gene and Brian. My name is Gene Casagrande. And I'm Brian Powell and we're from Stability Partners. So we're back after a bit of a Thanksgiving break and have a bit of a change of pace topic. So today we're going to talk about when to stop saving for retirement. Oh, yeah, that is a little different. Yeah. So if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 832-559-8393. Or you can visit us online at stabilityfinancialtalk.com to check out some of our more recent past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. But no matter what, don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual, these days, meeting. Happy to do that. That's right. You know, Brian, we talk a lot about the various ways Americans should be saving for retirement, right? And with good reason. So, you know, after all, a comfortable and enjoyable retirement really is the way that you reward yourself for a life of hard work and and financial discipline, right? And you know, as you probably already know, there's no shortage of television, television, social media, radio ads, etc., uh, touting the latest retirement income products. Yeah, right? you see them all the time. Sure, and and many of these products would be might be great additions to your retirement strategy. But so here's a retirement savings question that may not get asked very often, right? Are there times when you should stop saving for retirement? even if only temporarily. Well, yeah, that sure. Um, that sounds like an interesting twist. Uh, you know, you know, we're both advocates for building robust financial retirement strategies that help you up for a, a really good quality of life in retirement. So it's, it's kind of hard to imagine sometimes that one of the best ways to get to retirement is to stop saving for it. Well, but, life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and, but I noticed that you also use the word temporarily, and I'm guessing that word is going to be critical during our discussion today. Well, let's just say the word temporarily is going to be really a permanent part of our discussion today, Brian, because, okay. you know, certainly the current pandemic, Um, has just wrecked havoc on the economy, right? And it's been a a major contributor to why some people may need to stop saving for retirement. But some of the reasons we're going to highlight really apply anytime, whether the economy is up or down. Okay, well, so what's a a good first reason to stop saving for retirement? Well, the first one probably won't come as any surprise. So during a health crisis, like now, right, uh, for many people, it may be beneficial or even essential to pause saving for retirement. And as many of our listeners are keenly aware, uh, if you get slapped with medical expenses that your insurance company doesn't cover, those bills have to be paid out of your own pocket. And I think we can all agree that 
healthcare itself isn't cheap, right? Oh yeah, it sure is. And the doctor's office is not going to cut you a discount, uh, just or have sales. So, um, on appendectomies or something. So, so what's the easiest way to take a break from saving for retirement to cover medical bills? Well, one simple way that may work for a lot of people is just to pause your 401k contributions and instead put that money into your savings so that you can access it to cover your medical bills. And when it comes to out-of-pocket medical bills, make sure making sure that you are liquid for that, that's really important. Yeah, and we should probably also, again, emphasize the word temporary here. 401ks are absolutely essential for millions of Americans. It's one of the best uh, retirement vehicles out there. Absolutely. Just, just because it happens while you're not paying attention. Right, set it and forget so, it. So, but... Uh, but once it what once you're caught up on your medical bills, you should immediately restart that 401k. Don't put it off. Don't say, "Oh, I could use that money for the holidays or whatever." Uh, it's it's right. easy. Time for will get away from you. One month to turn into months to turn into yep. a year, and suddenly you are at retirement age and you had stopped contributing. So right. it can lead to some serious problems down the line. So, so you know then. So if you get your medical bills paid off, what should you do with the money you have then? What a great problem, extra money. That's a great question, Brian. And the good news is there are numerous options for people who find themselves in that situation. So that extra money can just simply be invested for retirement later, right? A traditional or a Roth IRA may be a terrific option in that situation. And working with a financial services professional, it really may be a good move because they may have insights into how you can get your retirement savings back on track after a temporary halt. And if you even have additional savings, let's say you've maxed out all your retirement savings and you still have some additional funds, a financial advisor can help you with after-tax investing also to build up even more uh, money to cover such expenses so you don't have to uh, dip into your tax-advantaged retirement savings. That's right. That's right. So, uh, you know, you absolutely nailed it there, Brian. And healthcare expenses and pausing saving for retirement are both really anxiety-inducing scenarios, right? So why try to move down, pa- that, move path. down that path alone, right? Yeah. Well, another reason to stop savings uh, for retirement that I can think of right now um, is one thing I always harp on is to get rid of credit card debt. Absolutely. So, so if you're saddled with credit card debt large enough that you can't pay it off each month, that's that's a problem. And it's a, it would be a smart idea to take a break from saving for retirement so you can get rid of your credit card debt just once and for all. And uh, the interest you're paying on your credit cards is more than likely very much higher than what you're going to get on investment returns and can well wipe out the gains you're enjoying in your retirement strategy. Right. And that that means getting your credit cards under control will have financial payoffs beyond just reducing your monthly expenses, Brian. You know, if you have a credit card with, say, an interest rate of 18% and your retirement accounts are earning 8%, well, you've obviously got a gap there that you'll want to address as quickly as possible, right? Yeah, that's a good point. So, um, the next scenario we're taking a short break from savings for retirement um, is if you become unemployed, which is, again, another one of the things that has uh, 
impacted a lot of people now during the the pandemic. So it's a terrifying prospect to be in. And if you find yourself in in that position, you need to take the necessary steps to get through it. So if if you or your spouse is out of a job, you can use the money you were dedicating to retirement to cover your your daily and household expenses. So, but once your retirement situation stabilizes, you have to get right back to, um, stashing away money for retirement. Right. So considering the economic fallout that the pandemic has caused, you know, I'm sure plenty of people find themselves in the scenario you just described. And I think this is another good place to remind folks that working with a financial service professional may help you build a financial strategy that helps see you through those temporary unemployment times, right? Right. And you need to have a good strategy to for numerous scenarios because life will hit you in lots of different ways. And sure. so another place um, to take a temporary halt from savings for retirement, which kind of falls in after what some people are doing now that they find themselves unemployed, is if you're starting a business. So, and it's, it should be no surprise to anyone that um, launching a business can be expensive and can drain your, your, um, reserves, reserves initially. (laughs) So a lot of startup costs. Yeah. Inventory supplies, equipment, office space, all that good stuff. So, um, you need to have a solid business plan, not just a business wish as some people call it, but you need to have a business plan and plan to use some of your retirement savings for that to stop contributing to it. But then once your business becomes profitable, having retirement Get, built into that business is essential. Right. You know, starting a business, it really is the American dream for a lot of people. But like you said, that dream needs money, right? So, um, what about the potential negative consequences to pausing your retirement strategy to start a business? Well, right? the bottom line is that you're saving money. The money you're saving for retirement is meant to last for, for decades through your retirement. So if your business does not take off in a way that you're anticipating, you could struggle to catch up on savings for retirement. You can put a big hole in your retirement savings. So I don't want to, to scare anyone off from going after their dream, but you need to have a solid business plan, have right. a lot of strategizing and have a plan B just in case it, it, um, doesn't work. You need to have, you need to be able to call it off if it doesn't work. Right. And you really have to have a good understanding of the potential rewards and the risks, right? Exactly. So here's an interesting scenario that our friends in real estate might appreciate. So temporarily pausing saving for retirement when you're trying to buy a home, right? Using the money that you were dedicating to retirement for maybe a larger down payment or to cover closing costs or moving costs may be an appropriate financial move, right? And depending on when you buy your home, it's a, it's um, eventual equity may be particularly valuable to you when you retire. So right? yeah, so if you downsize later in life, you can uh, take that money and, and have it be part of your retirement also. I you wouldn't bet. necessarily count on that return uh, from a house, but it's always nice when it happens. So one of the other things we always stress is having an emergency fund and building an emergency fund may be another place where where taking a pause from savings retirement is beneficial because you really need to have that cash um, to recover to from unforeseen expenses. You know, that's really critical. So you, a lot of people say you need to have enough money to cover your expenses 
expenses for six months to a year. I would agree with that. It doesn't necessarily have to be in a bank account, though. Right. right? It, can, it just needs to be something that's <laughs> to be readily available, something that's liquid that you can get to. I wouldn't necessarily say put it in a, a savings account and get point zero 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 two percent on it, <laughs> but something that's going to keep pace with inflation at least or maybe even make you some money, but to, to cover for when life explodes and you need to fix it. So, right. So, you know, the pandemic has shown us that none of us really knows what's around the, the corner coming up. So, but the value again is to, will help you cover your bills, but there's tremendous emotional value in having an emergency fund just because you know that if something hits, um, you should, you lose your job or have hours cut back or something like that. You've got an emergency fund. Right. It's a cushion cushion to get you back, right? The cushion will get you back on your feet. So another thing about an emergency fund, Brian, is that it should really have a clear end point. When you're building it, you should right. have an end it, in mind. So if you need to save $8,000, you know how to get there. And once you hit that number, then you can pivot right back to bulking up your retirement savings again. So I know that building a healthy emergency fund, it can be you know a tall order for many people, especially right now. Yeah. But if you can manage it, uh, man, there are just so many benefits. Absolutely. And looking for other places, another uh, spot where retirement savings pause may be beneficial is paying off student loans. Um, Now, this advice right now, as of um, December 2020, when we're saying this, may have a huge asterisk next to it because the newly elected Biden administration is, is trying to determine whether or not the whole notion of student debt cancellation will happen, how it will be feasible, et cetera, et cetera. It, it may never come to pass or be quite restrictive. So we're just going to approach this topic um, like there is not any student debt cancellation. Right. And, you know, I can't even begin to count how many younger workers I know who feel absolutely burdened by their student loans. And we can debate whether or not they should have taken the loans, uh, you know, until we're blue in the face. But the reality is for millions of Americans, student loans are slowing down their journey to financial independence, right? Right. And if you have significant student loans, especially if you're just a few years out of school and are still a relatively young worker in your career and and not at a um, mature salary yet, it may be to your advantage to aggressively attack these loans. And so by setting a goal to get rid of these student loans as fast as possible, you'll provide yourself with, again, significantly more financial flexibility for other investments and and purchases. So if you're 23 and you manage to get your student's loans paid off before you're 30, um, your financial future and retirement could be a little bit more clear. You don't have one big sword hanging over your head from that. So um, again, though, until the political landscape is a little more well-defined, you might want to Prior to prioritize this one a little lower right now until we wait and see what so we have a clearer picture right yeah till so we see what policies develop out of Washington right and and speaking of college halting your retirement savings to help your kids cover college costs may be something to consider so um, you know continuing contributions to accounts that your employer matches while using additional funds to help with college rather than setting that money aside for retirement, it's something to, to discuss. Right. And always keeping uh, investing, if possible, to, uh, to get an employee match will allow you to get some free money. So we don't necessarily say stop right. that one, but it, it don't really give that depends. up. But um, d- doing this will help you cover a, a college cost for your kids out of 
um, your current income rather than taking on more debt. And then once your child has graduated, you can repurpose that money uh, back to your own financial future. Now, one thing to remember, though, is that your 401k contributions are treated a little bit differently by uh, some of the college planning stuff, the the, uh, FAFSA that every uh, student has to fill out. Right, the free application for federal student aid. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I like you have that one memorized. So, uh, but so we've had it, to fill it out for so many years, right? With the but kids it, cons- in college. it considers that money that you would have contributed to your four hundred one k is money that you could have contributed to um, to paying for your kids' clients. So it will um, for college for yeah, pay, paying for your your family's college there. So it will consider it as a um, asset to be used for that. Right, right. But now the the total amount your assets in your 401k are not assessable, but your contributions are are considered income oh, that's right. for that contributions year. Contributions right. are considered income. I think most parents have the instinct to help their child get through college, but it's really important to take those steps in a careful and calculated way. And a financial advisor who is familiar with college planning, like us, um, can right. be very helpful. Can give you some advice on that for sure. You know, Brian, now that we've spent some time talking about when and why you should pause your retirement savings. I thought it might be a good idea to spend the last few minutes of today's show talking about ways you may be able to quickly catch up after your savings has paused. Yeah, right? you, again, the, the word the, the, the word of the day is temporary. Right, right. So the first tip is just, you know, simply to put your money to work for you, right? Start reinvesting again. Uh, so the simplest way to do that is to make sure you're maxing out on what you're putting in into your employer sponsored 401k or similar um, savings vehicle. Or like if a 403b or Right. Or if you're self-employed, maybe it's a SEP plan that you've got. Then if your employer doesn't offer a plan, meet with a financial advisor to discuss maybe traditional or Roth IRAs. Lots of options out there. It's much better than just letting your money sit idle again in a savings account. Yep, you bet. That's right. So another good catch-up step is to make your contributions automatic. So when you've got a big chunk of your paycheck flowing right into a retirement account, you'll never see that money. And, you know, you learn to live on what your take-home is, right? Right. Um, And and most 401k plans are designed to be automatic anyway, so it just makes it less painful. You're not having to make a particular payment. So even if you have a, an independent IRA, make sure you're, you've are you got it set up to automatically contribute so you don't have to say, uh, well, you don't have to remember to write a check. Or right, anything. right. So, you know, sometimes out of sight, out of mind isn't such a bad thing. And letting that money grow without worrying about it, it's a great, great step. So another potential way to maybe add a little fuel to retirement savings is to increase your income. Hey, right? I'll just I'll just make more money. Let make more money. That's always a good thing. So the easiest way to do that is try going to your boss and make the case that you're a valuable asset and you deserve a raise. And remember, no one is going to advocate harder for you than you will. Right? And a lot of times they're not going to give you a raise just because you got to go ask for it. But if that doesn't work and you get told no, uh, then consider doing a side gig, especially if it's something you enjoy, whether, you know, working for someone else or starting your own side business. And it doesn't have to be something you struggle with. It's just something that you put in a few extra bucks into your retirement savings that you can make money off of, even if it's just little fun stuff that you enjoy doing and someone else will buy from you. 
Well, maybe start selling those guitars that you've been building, Brian. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so saving for retirement, it, I mean, it really is vital, but sometimes life gets in the way. So having a strategy for temporarily not contributing to retirement savings is just as important as having one for savings. Right. right. You don't want your savings to just stop and come to a halt. But unfortunately, we do have to stop our show now for today. So again, remember to visit our website at stabilitypartners.com or call us at our office here at 832-559-8393 to discuss how we might be able to, to answer any questions or address concerns on this. Uh, our goal is to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And this concludes another episode of Stability Financial Talk with Gene and Brian. My name is Gene Casagrande. And I'm Brian Powell. And take care and we'll talk to you again soon here. Thank you for listening to Stability Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Gene Casagrande and Brian Powell at Stability Partners. Call 832-559-8393 or visit them online at stabilitypartners.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Stability Partners Advisory Group LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Texas. Insurance services and products are offered through Stability Partners LLC and affiliated companies. Stability Partners LLC and Stability Partners Advisory Group LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.